that gun, boy. You got you a blog. Let's fire this up. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It is Thursday, February 3rd. We're what? Three days away from the Super Bowl? What's up, Isaac? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Um, I'm in the Bay Area right now, so I've been going to a lot of these Super Bowl things. I've been to the, uh, the media day on Monday, Tuesday, which is the NFL experience, so... Yeah, just lots of fun around this area. You're getting it in. really cracking. That's awesome. Have you noticed a huge influx of tourists? Has the population doubled in the past week or what? I feel like every day it doubles. I mean, we're probably plus two and a half million extra people in this area. Wow. Yeah, my average two-minute drive is turning to be 30 minutes now. So what if somebody is coming into town just for something non-Super Bowl related. They want to check out the Golden Gate Bridge or something like that, see Alcatraz. What type of hotel price uh-huh. increase are they looking at right now? Can they even get a hotel room? Um, right now, you're looking at probably six to $700 a night for weekdays. On the weekends, you're probably looking at nine, 900 to 1200 would be like the average going rate. Wow. So you're renting out your uh, you're renting out your couch Airbnb style or what? <laughs> I was thinking about it, but um, yeah, not for sure. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, um, congratulations on hosting the Super Bowl in your city. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you have somebody uh, close close person in your life that works at the venue, right, at Levi Stadium. Manager over there in charge of all concessions. So that's yeah. crazy. This what? Week I've probably seen her an hour this, all this week. Clocking so, in that overtime. Hell yeah. Now, oh, yeah. if she wanted to get you in, get you a Super Bowl ticket, do you think she could pull that off? Got you. Now, do you think it would be harder or easier to get tickets to the Olympics if they came to town? Olympics would be easier. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Super Bowl is the biggest, the most watched television event of the year by far, right? That's, that's crazy. Now, I'm sure all our listeners know about the the prop bets, the exotic bets that people can wager about events, football-related and non-football-related. We're going to get to that in a bit. But you can actually bet on how many people are going to watch the game, what the Nielsen rating of the game is. That's crazy. What will people think of next? So... We've been gone for a couple of weeks. I feel like there hasn't been any football for a while. So we need to go back and, and uh, recap the conference championship games um, okay. that we, uh, we prognosticated and we, uh, we predicted a few weeks ago. So what did, what did you think? We'll start with the first game first. The Patriots taking on the Broncos in Denver. 
Uh, I would say that the Patriots were heavily favored and that the Broncos, even though the Broncos were the number one seed, they pulled off the upset. What, what were your thoughts on that game? Well, this is one I was very strong on. I feel that the defense wins championships. And they have the best you know, defense throughout the year. Um, it looks like Wade Phillips has a master plan to go get Tom Brady and the Patriots. Right. Um, they rushed him. They made him uncomfortable. Um, yeah, you can never get his feet set. He got hit so many times. So, yeah, I think defense won that game. True, and, and you called it. You did predict Denver not only to cover, but to straight up win the game. And so you actually, double or nothing, covered our side bet that we had. <laughs> so that was nice. Now, it seems to me, you know, as an NFL fan and an avid watcher, that the NFL wanted to see Peyton Manning, quote-unquote, right off into the sunset and pull off that miraculous, you know, John Elway, win the big game and then retire. Do you buy into that narrative? Do you think that anything to do with the win? Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the win, but I think it's a good story that uh, the NFL could actually capitalize on. Especially with um, the slate gate and all the stuff that Patriots went through this year, I don't think the NFL really wanted to deal with having them go against the Super Bowl. Totally. I, I agree that it didn't necessarily affect the win, but it is a good story. Um, obviously, Peyton is more of a beloved figure, and Tom Brady has a huge camp of haters. Um, but what, what about that play where Peyton did an ugly slide, what looked like a slide to me, but by rule, I thought he gave himself up. Then he gets up untouched, and throws the ball for 35 yards. What did you think of that play? <laughs> yeah, I think he should have been, he been ruled down. I feel like if Tom did the Tom same Tom. play, if Tom did that, he, he'd have been ruled down, you know, challenged. There's no way that that would have happened. But that's not a challengeable, it's not a challengeable call, is it? No. Can, Come on, Tom gets all, all the calls, too. Right. Right. He's no. protected by the... It was definitely an epic game defense. It was kind of hard to watch, uh, especially if you bet the over. <clears throat> oh, something in my throat. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, you know, Denver's in the Super Bowl, and their opponent, the Panthers, they pretty much spanked the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I picked the Panthers. You picked the Cardinals. Do you do you want to defend your, your pick in any way or give me some comments on, on that game? I thought the Cardinals was, were the best team in the NFL. But um, then they lost the Honey Badger. And then if I if I could go back and make this pick over again, I would probably pick the Panthers. Because ever since the Carson Palmer thumb injury, right. he hasn't been the same. If you look at, you know, I think he played four games after that injury, and they weren't impressive um, games for him. Right. So looking back, I thought maybe, you know, a few weeks off in the playoffs that he would um, recover and, and be back to 100%, but it definitely wasn't 100% Carson Palmer. Now, was it the thumb? I thought it was his index finger was dislocated. The thumb was Dalton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The index yeah, sorry, finger. Yeah, yeah. Index finger. 
And it seemed like they really downplayed the injury because, you know, right hand, the throwing hand of a quarterback, obviously, skilled position, you need your hand to throw. And the index finger, think about how you, how you hold a football, you get most of your, your directional force and control from that index finger. It's the last finger to touch the ball. So yeah, uh-huh. velocity, direction, everything is going to be thrown off by that. But when you saw it happen, he just calmly walked to the sideline. They snapped it back into place, and he had a, maybe a couple pieces of tape. Do you think that injury was more serious than than they let on? I, I believe so. I definitely believe so. I wouldn't be surprised to hear, like, oh, his tendon was ripped or the bones were broken, you know? So I, I agree. Uh-huh. I agree that the injury did affect his play. And that can account for, I would say, two, maybe even three scores. But they got blown out. And he seemed throughout the playoffs to really never get his footing and never have the confidence, you know, of a seasoned veteran quarterback. So what do you think for next year? Do you think the Arizona Cardinals will make a deep run again? I believe so, yeah. I mean, I would imagine he's going to get off-season off um, surgery. Fixes. Yeah. But I think Tyron Matthews will get back. The defense is super strong. The receiving core is super deep. And um, David Johnson looks like he's going to be a stud running back in the league. Yeah. Now, to draw a parallel from the NFL to the NBA, do you think it's safe to say that that the, the AFC is kind of like the Eastern Conference and the NFC is kind of like the Western Conference where, where it's lopsided and – the, the NFC kind of has, you know, more contenders, and the AFC is, you know, has a top-heavy, where we kind of know who's going to come out of the AFC. Do you kind of see that happening for next year? No, next year, actually, in, um, in Vegas, the um, whoever, who has the most odds for winning the Super Bowl is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers for next year. Oh, okay. So... So, yeah, I think the AFC is kind of stacked. I think you're going to have Bengals up there, Steelers, always Patriots. And with this defense, Denver, and even if they get rid of Manny, I think they're still going to be up there. I agree. The AFC might be the strongest. I agree. I agree. Right on. So, do you think that Peyton is going to be retiring after this game? If he wins, A, and then if he loses, B, do you see that changing his decision? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, this is one of our prop bets. You want to go get into this? Let's do it. Are we going to pick a winner first or do the props first? We'll just do this one prop and then we'll go we'll pick a winner. All right, for sure. All right. So Manny announced his retirement in the post-interview, post-game interview. Yes is plus 500. No is minus 1,000. Wow. So post-game interview. We're not talking about on the field, taking off the helmet, in the moment. We're talking about change clothes, go to the locker room, and then go to the press conference microphone with the interviewers. That's what we're talking about? Yeah. Plus 500. I mean, that's a that's a juicy line, you know, 5 to 1. But I feel like someone like Peyton Manning, he's been thinking about this, even though he says that he's just focused on the game. You know it's on his mind. 
and the whole this is my last rodeo comment that he may or may not have said to Belichick. I I think that he, based on his response, he wants to keep this information private for at least a few weeks and either enjoy the victory or say goodbye to his teammates in private. So I'm going to say no on this one. I'm going to say that he will not announce during the press conference. What do you think? Okay. Um, I think it could be yes. I think, yeah. I think he's made up his mind and he, he has it all prepared. But I do... Feel that maybe I don't know. You think it matters if the Chiefs win or not? I I say if they win, he's got a stronger probability of announcing at the press conference because, like we said, okay. the storybook ending writes itself, and he rides off into the sunset mm-hmm. victorious. And I feel like he might have talked to his family and said, you know, if we win, I'm done. I will have cemented my legacy. And I can walk away, but he's got to leave himself an out. You know, a man like that yeah. is so competitive, much like Kobe Bryant, that even though the public seems to think that he's lost his velocity, he's lost his ability to play the game, if he thinks he has a shot at being competitive, he's going to take it if they lose. Okay. But I don't see him playing for anybody other than Denver. Or the Colts, and I don't see him going back to the Colts with luck in position. So if Denver has decided to move on, I think that might force his hand. And I think that decision may or may not have been made. So I feel like there's wiggle room in there if he loses. Okay. So, and because me personally am not super confident in Denver winning, I'm going to have to go with no on this prop. So that. Who's your pick for this week? You like the Panthers? I I love the Panthers, man, and and it's not just because Denver and Peyton got blown out in Super Bowl Forty Eight by the Seahawks. It's it's wow. because of everything that my eyes shown me this postseason. You know, yeah. Denver they had the bye week, so they weren't tested in the first round, so they didn't have to get over that hurdle, and they barely beat the Patriots and Peyton is Robocop at this point. They piece them together before every game. And he is a very smart man, but Cam, but Cam, Cam is Superman, man. And it's, I'm not just saying that because that's his, his move or that's his, you know, logo or her, his spirit animal. He does things that are supernatural. And I feel like, we haven't seen them play from behind in this postseason. But if they do, he'll be so focused and so back against the wall that he's going to score a lot. So not only do I think they're going to win, I think they're going to win by two scores. Okay. Yeah. And what, what are your thoughts? Around the Panthers, they were talking about this might be one of the um, the greatest team ever. Yeah, to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going with the Cinderella story. You know me. I'm just Mr. Cinderella man. You like, love like the underdog. That, that defense, like oh, that defense, is so good. You see how uncomfortable Brady was. Totally. Wade Phillips 
just release all the blitz, all the blitzes, to just confuse the Patriots. So I was thinking, for this game, do you want to blitz Cam Newton? I don't think you want to do that, right? I don't think so. Not smart. Yeah, so I think you're going to have to switch it up, maybe pull the linebackers in to the middle and just be wary against Cam running and shut down Olsen. I mean, I don't think the receivers are that great for, for Carolina. Now, what in Denver's defense has changed in the last two years? What pieces have they added to make them a dominant force as opposed to the showing that they had versus Seattle two years ago? What's changed? Is Wade Phillips new to the organization? This is his first year, yeah. Okay. So he's the difference maker. The addition of where Akeem Tlaib, Von Miller was, what, two years ago? Okay. That they have a nice core of um, players. Same with Carolina. I mean, you have, I would say you have the best defensive player in the league. Keekly. With, um, yeah. Interesting. You have the best cover um, DB now? Josh Norman? He sure thinks he is. I think so. I, I really do think he is as a rookie. Man. It's going to be a good game. I, I don't think it's going to be as, um, Okay. I mean there's gonna be there's gonna be nerves, you know. I would venture to guess that the first quarter is gonna be filled with errors and emotion. Uh, but I feel like uh-huh. once they get their rhythm, if Carolina gets off to an early lead, as they have, um, if they're up at halftime, I think that they'll keep the lead, you know. Um I would agree with that. I I, I would agree with that. But at the same time, if Peyton marches down and gets an early score and their defense plays them tough, as you say they're going to, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if it was a close game. But if Denver is able to outscore Cam Newton, I will be surprised. That will come as a shock to me. Um, now, do you think... Okay. So... Uh, the Super Bowl two years ago... Well, yeah, it's it's a it's a monkey on your back that you definitely want to dispel. Um, it's an embarrassment, you know. I think that being the lesser of the Eli Peyton, you know, the the Manning brothers. I feel like everybody thinks of Peyton as being the better, more accomplished Manning, when in fact Eli has more Super Bowl rings, you know? I think that plays a role. But being blown out in a Super Bowl is on everybody's... It's in everybody's memory, you know? So I think they're going to go into this game on Sunday with a little more tension in their jaw, a little more grit because of that, you know? And kind of like in the NBA, when you get blown out one night, you're more likely to cover and win the next night just because you're playing with a chip on your shoulder. And even though it was two years ago, I think we're going to see a similar effect. But I don't know if that's enough. 
So props. This is probably my favorite game of the year on a gambling perspective because there's so many okay. things. There's so many things that you can bet on. Okay. Yeah. How many? How I many different? Over, what's that? I think there was a site that had like over sixteen hundred prop bets. Just random prop bets. Wow. That they cross book with politics, like the Carolina wins. And the Spurs win, and Donald Trump win. It's like four thousand to one. Just crazy stuff like that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love Vegas, man. You gotta love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does that say about right, the American people? What does that say about us that we're willing to to wager on on politics and different sporting events and things that have nothing to do with each other? Yeah, speculation. Wall Street runs the country and Wall Street's a gamble. Oh, 100%. 100%. I would take it so far as to say anytime you invest your resources, whether it be time, money, effort, energy, it's always a gamble. You know, and people say bet on yourself, but you're still betting. So I, I, I appreciate the, the overt and obvious opportunity to place money on sporting events because let's face it sports is a business teams are corporations and these events have somewhat predictable outcomes or you know things that people speculate on so i love it yeah so let's get into the props what you got what you got for me all right let's just do the easy one coin toss heads or you know i want to say this is a sucker bet betting on a coin toss and kind of a, a, a sign or a flag for degenerates, like, come bet on me. <laughs> but if, if I could see the coin and knew the shape of the emblem, then I would say that Tails has a slight advantage because normally the head protrudes a bit. Um, but okay. come, come on. Save, save your money for a, some action in the game. Let's not be ridiculous. I have a memory. Right. I have a memory of being in uh, in high school. Did you take statistics? Uh-huh. I took statistics uh-huh. for like a week, and my teacher said, like the first day of class, I've got a penny in my hand, and I'm gonna flip this penny. What are the odds that it's gonna be heads? And me, you know, smart mouth in the back of the class, I'm like fifty fifty, and he said no. You're wrong. And a smile came across his face and he wrote out this long equation. And I'm like, I'm done. Put me in psychology class. I'm out. <laughs> Which, what's next? All right. All right. The follow up to that. Will the refs redo the coin toss? 20 to 1. 20 to 1? A reference off that Packers game. You know, that's very silly of them to do that, and I doubt that that's ever been on the board before. But when in history have you ever seen them redo a coin toss? Ever, besides that game. Have you ever seen it before? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's happened before. That couldn't be the only time. Yeah, and the reason that they redid it is because the coin never rotated, right? It just went up in the air and fell flat. 
So do you do you know the definition? Is it a coin flip or a coin toss? Coin toss, yeah, that's the term that I'm most familiar familiar with. But most people do assume that it flips to be valid. That's true. I never thought about it. So I think the ref did the right thing, to be honest with you, by redoing it. I mean, he messed up. He should have properly flipped it on the first go round. But seeing that he made an error, he decided to redo it, and I I appreciate that. I think the refs got it right. Um, but I'm not gonna bet that that's gonna happen again. I don't think that's gonna happen for another ten years. Okay. How many times will the announcers mention the word dab or dabbing throughout the broadcast? <laughs> the line that two, over two or under two. Oh, really? So you can push on this one. That's very interesting. Yeah. Usually they'll put a little half on there to make you commit. Over or under two? You'll push. Uh, I, say, I say over. Who, who's the announcers? Do you know? What what two what team they have? Uh, is it Phil Sims? I want to say it's Phil Sims and who's his partner? Is it Collinsworth? Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Me too, but Phil Phil Sims. I mean, over two is too much though. Two is too much. Now I think I'm going under. You're going under. Let me let me make my case for the over. Yeah. And this is okay. assuming that Phil Sims is going to be on the microphone. Phil Sims, who I watch on uh, inside the NBA, NFL on Showtime, he's a very, I don't want to say nerd, but I want to say out of touch with the popular culture. And because of that, to make reference to something in jest that you don't really understand comes natural, you know, especially when you're nervous and you're calling a big game. If there's a lull, and there you gotta you gotta mind reaches for something to say, something to talk about, and if the camera cuts to Cam doing anything that's boisterous or having personality, Dab is the first thing that's gonna come to his mind. So I think that the over there's a strong case for the over. I think. What's the odds on it? Do you know? Okay. Uh, just um, just a regular over on this. So what? Minus 110. Oh, okay. Both ways. Gotcha. Okay. And, all right. Excessive celebration penalty. Yes or no? Yes is plus 250. No is minus 400. Ooh, excessive celebration. Now, do those only get called on touchdowns, or can that be called on a sack or a big play or anything? Because sack, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Man, well, I can see a player doing what I consider excessive celebration, like a choreographed dance or taking out a marker to sign something. I remember that. But because it's the Super Bowl, I don't want to see the refs having that much of an impact on the game, and I think the league feels the same way. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no excessive celebration. Yeah, same here. I agree with you. I mean... Super Bowl, let them play. Let them have fun. There's not going to be a bigger stage in their life. So, yeah. Yeah. Only only way that there will be that is if somebody goes up to the ref, you know, grabs their hat or the whistle and uses it as a prop. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> and in that case, it might be unsportsmanlike. It might not even be celebration. 
That's crazy. After the first Panthers touchdown, will the um, touchdown ball be given to a boy or a girl? Oh. A, boy, a boy is minus 200. A girl is plus 150. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to say girl. And the reason I say that is in my mind, when I just, when you said Cam, you know, touchdown, giving a ball to a kid. The image in my mind is it was at Panthers Stadium and Cam scored a touchdown and he ran and gave it to a little girl who was so surprised and so happy. Her mouth was open. I think she had a pink bandana on or something. That image stuck with me. And I think that it stuck with the players too. So if they look up at the fans and they see a boy and a girl within the same proximity, I think they would lean towards giving it to the girl because of getting that that super pump reaction. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Did you see that that game? Yeah, no, I remember. And they yeah. kept showing it over and over again. But maybe they're using that, the fact that it's in our minds, to, to tempt us into doing that when in reality, how many young girls are going to be on the goal line? You know, how many girls are going to be sitting there? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it's just a matter. It's, all that matters is the location, like whoever's in front. Right. Over the touchdown is. Now, do you, you think know, there's going to be more a, more Denver fans or more Panthers there might fans? Be more, um, in town, it looks like there's more Pan, uh, Panthers fans. Yeah. Pretty much 50 Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to be looking out for these all these little things now. <laughs> all right. I got a cross, a cross sport bet right here. Okay. I'm ready. Hit right. me. So, Marcus Cousins his February 17th against the Celtics. Okay. His, point, his total points and rebounds will it be more than Cam Newton's rushing yards? Ooh, good one. I thought you were going to say uh, total score. Interesting. Rushing Wow. Okay. So Boogie's been putting up. So I can give you some backup statistics. Yeah. On, on DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. Um, he's averaging 27 and 11. Okay. So 38 points a game. Um, the last time they played, like a few weeks ago, um, he scored 16 points and 7 rebounds against the Celtics. 23 total. Huh. And they're playing. Cam this year, he's, do, do you know where the game is at? He's been held under 32 yards seven times this year. Seven times out of six. Okay. Now, um, where is the Kings game? Close. Where Where are they oh, going to be playing? Is it Boston or is it uh, Sacramento? I'm not sure, actually. When I think of Boston, I think small ball when I, when I think Boston. Um, okay. They've got, you know, Kelly Olynyk. They've got Jay Crowder. Um, they got some guys that can, you know, bang on the box and get some boards. But I feel like Boogie Cousins is going to be, you know, head and shoulders above those guys. And he's kind of going to have his way with the boards. Over 15 rebounds, in my mind, is a lock. And um, I feel like Rondo has been a little bit injury prone the, the past few games. And if he's not on the court, they're going to rely on Boogie to put up some some major scoring. 
Uh, but that being said, even if he does score 50 points, even if he does get 15 rebounds, like you said, Denver's defense is top-notch, and they've got some lockdown corners and DBs. So I see them calling at least four running plays for Cam, not to mention the read option. I really like Cam on this one. I really like Cam to, to go for 50-plus rushing yards. What about you? I think with this defense, this, they're going to shut down Cam. I mean, I think he's the main target they need to shut down. Yeah. Uh, I would say he's not He's not even 135 yards this game. Yeah. So you think it's going to be under 35? Because it's not, yeah. I think, yeah, okay. it's going to be under 35 yards. You know, there's another factor here that I'm going to bring up. I think a lot of people want to discount Cam. Well, people that – his detractors – one thing that they go to first is the fact that he's not necessarily, in their minds, a pass-first quarterback. And I think he's going to want to kind of shut that down. So especially in the read option, Cam's going to want to hit those targets and prove that he can win the game with his arm and, most importantly, his mind. So I could, I could, see, I could see that of him not wanting to run and put his body in danger, and to be more of a traditional quarterback just to kind of shut down the haters. But at the end of the day, he's going to do whatever he whatever he feels is necessary to win the game. So that's a very interesting prop bet. <laughs> I like that one. You kind of got me yeah. stumped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should definitely check out, out these websites. There's one about Curry points compared to the total Panthers um, scoring line. Yeah. So many things you just go down the rabbit hole of prop bets. Now, did you see the one about his jersey? What Steph is going to be wearing? I did hear about that one on the news. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you happen to know I what the options were? I don't have the exact numbers. Uh-huh. But I think it's going to be a Cam Newton silver jersey. Yeah. Okay. I definitely think it'll be Cam, uh, as opposed to, you know, just a Panthers jersey, um, something more generic. I think it'll be a Newton. Um, the color... But what about a Curry jersey? A Curry jersey? Man, yeah, Steph, Steph is the most unselfish, <laughs> non-ego having... Oh, no. He's going to rep Cam. No. He's going to rep Cam all day. Now, with the colors, do we know uh, what what color jersey the teams are going to be wearing? Like, who's home and who's away colors for the Super Bowl? So, now I heard that the I heard that the Broncos um, were going to be wearing the white jerseys uh, because historically in California, a white Bronco is very difficult to catch. <laughs> I heard, I saw it on Facebook. I didn't make it up, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to OJ Orenthal James. That's funny. Well, yeah, that's about all I have for now. But right on, right yeah, on. Can't wait till Sunday, man. Sunday's gonna be so much fun. 
as always, you know, our, our uh, listeners and betters out there, use caution. Use common sense. Don't, don't bet too much. Don't bet your life. Um, a little tip that I would like to give is if you're a regular better and you bet on a couple NBA games during the week and you got some profit, use that to wager on your prop bets and your Super Bowl bets. Don't, don't dig into your rent money and bet what color Steph jersey going to be. Don't do that. <laughs> right on. Do you have any plans for Super Bowl? How are you going to spend it? There you go. Yeah, same here. Same here. Now, the next event after Super Bowl on the sports calendar is the All-Star Game. Okay. Now, I don't know what conspiracy this is to always have the All-Star Game coincide with Valentine's Day, but they're trying to break up some relationships. Yeah. Not cool. Um, but I... I have I have a challenge for you if you would like to accept, and that is a quiz. That is a quiz for the all-star starters um, to see how how deep your basketball knowledge goes. Are you ready for this? Okay. I'm going to list off the names of the players, and you're going to guess what college they went to, and you folks at home can play along as well. See how well you know your players. Um, on the NBA.com, the 2016 players, even though they've been announced, I guess due to last minute injuries and what have you, it's not updated yet. So we're going to go back to last year, to the 2015 game, starting with the Eastern Conference. I'll give you two guesses on each one. If you don't get it, you have a, a consolation, three points or one point. Player number one. Carmelo Anthony. What college did Carmelo Melo Anthony go to? Very good. Very good. That was an easy one. Number two. LeBron James. You know what? I think you do. Because that was kind of a trick question, but you got it. So, yeah, you get an extra bonus point if you can name his high school. Is it Notre Dame? I think it was some kind of Irish Were they Irish? St. Vincent, St. Mary's. I believe the name of the mascot might have been the Irish. I definitely remember the colors as being green and gold. Um, so, good guess. Still, still three points. You got the, the trick question. So just to set up the rules, if they did not attend college, you know, you can answer with the high school or their country of origin if it's an international player. Okay. All right. So two for, okay. two for two so far. Next player, still in the Eastern Conference, Pau Gasol. Is that your final answer? Um, you are correct. Three points for Spain. Uh, the list that I'm looking at, the list that I'm looking at, I don't know if this is an order of starters or not, to be honest with you. 
So we might have to just do the whole roster. <laughs> I'll get it together for next week, y'all. I promise. I'll get it together. <laughs> All right. Player number four, John Wall. Wizards. Stupid little dance. We were just talking about betting on betting on the dab. What stupid little dance did he do? You old man. That wasn't the name. That wasn't the nene. He made up his own dance. No, I feel old. Damn. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. You're killing it. You're crushing it. I know you're about to fall off now, though. You're four for four, but it's not going to last. It's not going to last. Kyle, Kyle Lowry of the Raptors. What's that? This is a tough one. I, I wouldn't have known this one either. You gonna give it a guess or take the take the L? Um, that is incorrect. Uh, yeah. Man, I wish I knew my conferences better. But when you said Purdue, I feel like I feel like they played this team. Recently, um, it's a storied franchise. Uh, I would say that they make the tournament um, pretty much every year um, in recent history. Um, it's it's one word. I don't know if that helps. It's four syllables. Very good. Yes. Yeah. What clue helped you there? Right on. So that's worth one point. You got on your second guess. Yeah, good call. Honest man. Honest man. Okay. Uh, next player, Chris Bosh, Miami Heat. Georgia Tech. Very good. Gangster with it. Next player, Jimmy Butler, Chicago Bulls. Oh, oh. Yeah, this one I, I'm not gonna get. No guess. Let's go, Florida State. No. Jimmy Butler. This is also a one a one name school, one word rather. Popped out of me on the other one. I don't think I'm gonna get to this one. Okay. Um, one word. Go ahead. It, I'll pass on this one. It Go is on, Marquette. Marquette. Okay. I would not have known that. Um, I would not have known that either without looking. So, you're doing great so far. You're crushing it. Next player, Al Horford, the Hawks. You sound like you're struggling. I'll give you a free. UConn? What's that? UConn? UConn? 
No, that's not correct. That's not correct. In one of your guesses earlier, you mentioned one of the correct words. Not the school, but one of the words. Florida? That's correct. That's correct. It's Florida. Yeah, you want a national show? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. You sure did. I'll give you a half point. <laughs> okay. Um, next player, Kyrie Irving, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, that's surprising. Kentucky. Incorrect. No, no, they was... Okay, I got this one. This one, that was totally a bad guess. They have all those commercial, man. Duke. There you go. Have you been watching those Duke commercials with, uh... I mean, the Mike Yeah, with Coach K doing the emojis. Yeah. Very clever. Very clever. The the Justice Winslow one really sticks with me. I, I can't get that one out of my head. Mm-hmm. He's jumping like crazy. <laughs> all right, all right. Next, next player, Paul Millsap. Also, oh no, I skipped one, but I'll go back to it. Hawks, Paul Millsap. Yeah, I wouldn't get it either. Um, Vanderbilt. Nah. Eh. Texas. Eh. Louisiana Tech. Uh, Louisiana Tech. I would not have got that. The other two um, are somewhat obscure. I'm going to skip those. I'm going to go to the one that you should know, the last one on the east. Dwayne Wade, Miami Heat. Got to know this. Very good. First guess. Nice. You only missed one, two, and then two you had help. I'm very impressed. So Western Conference. This one. I I agree. I think the West Coast, they get, you know, they're usually playing better, so they get more um, nationally televised games. So we'll jump right into the Western Conference. Uh, 2015 NBA All-Stars, starting with Blake Griffin, Clippers. He was a sooner. Very good, very good. Oklahoma, indeed, that is correct. Player number two, Mark Gasol, Grizzlies. Spain. Absolutely right. Barcelona, Spain, just like his brother, Powell. And for the Mamba, Kobe Bryant, Los Angeles Lakers. No college, Lower Marion. Ding, 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 ding. Everybody should know that. Doing his last trip around the league, putting up 30 points back to back. Just had the anniversary of the 81-point game. What's up, Jalen Rose? Mm -hmm. Putting in work. Next player, Anthony Davis, the Pelicans. Kentucky. Very good. Kentucky is correct. I'm starting to notice a little uh, little trend here. Mm-hmm. All right. Next player, Steph Curry. Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. I actually, see, I actually saw him playing college. 
on my birthday, uh-huh. him against St. Mary's in Northern California. It was him versus uh, on the Spurs. Who's the Spurs backup? Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Heck yeah. Yeah, so Curry Davidson. Nice. That is correct. Yes, he got – I remember watching him play at Davidson too. And what stood out to me in his game, I think I mentioned this before, but his ability to create space. And when he would handle the ball, he seemed like the game would slow down for him. Like he seemed to be moving slow, but because of the space that he would create, it gave him more time to set up his shot. And it's it's incredible to watch his game grow. Everybody knows he's the MVP, best shooter in the league. To think that he did not go to a top 25 school is interesting, and it should give a lot of players thinking about college perspective, about finding the right fit for your game and letting your talents develop. Would you agree? I agree, but I mean, coming out of high school, he was probably what, 5'8? Yeah. You're saying he didn't have a choice? Yeah. I just, his stature made it that he didn't get picked up by anyone big. Right. That's what I thought. Right. True, true. Can't argue with that. All right, next player, moving down the list. LaMarcus Aldridge, Portland Trailblazers. LaMarcus Aldridge. I can't pick. This is a tough one. I can't picture him in the uniform. I don't remember him playing at the school. No, not correct. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this one. It's Texas. Uh, He's a Longhorn. I didn't remember that either. Long Texas. Yep. Next player, Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, Sacramento Kings. Um, Kentucky. Very good. Kentucky. I, I think I should just say Kentucky for all the ones I don't know. Right? Because it seems Yeah. That's the pattern that I was noticing for sure. <laughs> all right. Um, next we have Tim Duncan, the Spurs. Wake Forest. Very good. I think that that's uh not everybody knows that one, especially since he's been in the league for so long. Got to reach back for that memory. This one is a little bit more recent. Should be easier for you. The Durantula, Kevin Durant, Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I think I know this. I yeah. Texas, right? Yes, correct. Longhorn. Very no? good. Okay. Very good, very good. Um, the next one, now that I'm looking at it, kind of, uh, kind of explains his behavior of late. James Harden of the oh, Rockets. Wow. Oh, that's, he's a um, Sun Devil. Very good. Arizona State. ASU. Known for their, their partying, Fine. yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, finally the Pac-12 school. I was waiting for one. Right? No. You're never going to get this one. Damian Lillard, Blazers. Yes, I will. He's, he's from Oak. He's from Oak. He went... Where'd he go? He went to that small school. I know this one. 
Yeah, Small is oh my right. God, I know this one. Like, I never heard of him, Small. Oh, God. I, I know this one, dude. I, maybe I don't know. Throw up a guess. Throw up that three. Mercer call? No. Eh, incorrect. Is this some guy? I feel like somewhere in Idaho. It's, there's two names, or there's two words, rather. The last word is state. First word has two syllables. I never oh, heard I of it. I know this one. I'm, I feel bad. At it. I, I give up. What is it? Weber State. Yes, I knew this one, dude. I knew this one. You did? What I'm conference is that? What conference is that? Huh? Um, it's is it Big Sky? I don't know. Well, I knew this one, dude. It's pretty I obscure. A lot. I mean, I guess they just, I'm in the Bay Area, and they talk about him being from Oakland. And right. Well, if anybody at home got that and ah. is yelling is yelling at their radio right ah. now, I'm I'm impressed. You gotta you gotta really dig deep into the the NBA history books and all that one. So, nice work. Yeah. Um. Ooh, this is a good one. Talking about veterans in the league, Hall of Famers in waiting. We got Dirk Nowitzki of the uh-huh. Dallas Mavericks. The, the Bundesliga Germany. Wow. I don't know what I said. I don't know what you said either. Germany. But you're right. It's Germany. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, ooh, I remember this one. Chris Paul, Clippers. Um, that will be... Forest. Very good. That is correct. Wake Forest. And second to last, we have Clay Thompson. Second half of the Splash Brothers. Going to State Warriors. What school did he go to? Cougar. Cougars. Washington State. You're crushing no? it. You're crushing it. Yes, that is correct. Washington State Cougars. Clay Thompson. Very good. Very good. And last, but definitely not least, definitely not least, the final one. Bring it on home. Russell Westbrook, right. the Thunder. All right. Come on, my local team growing up, best college basketball team of all time, UCLA. The Bruins, baby. UCLA. You gosh darn right. Now, fun fact. You killed it, and that was just last year. So we're going to total this up, get you a point total, and then uh, we'll have a little competition. We'll choose a year at random uh, from the past, and we'll, we'll guess the colleges, and you guys can play along at home too. Uh, for, okay. for Russell like Westbrook, like I'm glad you like it. For a, for a bonus point, uh, a single bonus point, who did he – Who he was back up to somebody. Russell Westbrook did not start at UCLA. Who was the point guard that started ahead of Russell Westbrook on the UCLA Bruins? Is it Farmer? No, it's going to be Farmer. Gross. So am I? Am I too early or too late? Is, is it after Farmer's, farmers years? Uh, I think it was before Farmar, 
the person that I'm thinking of, he he plays some time. Drew Holiday. He plays some time um, for the Pacers. Um, I'm actually trying to look it up right now. <laughs> oh, Darren Collison? Yeah, Darren Collison. What team is he on now? I don't even remember. Is he Collison? I don't even know. That's crazy, though. I want to say Thunder or... But wasn't he... I believe. I'm looking him up now, and it says it has him listed on the Kings uh, roster, but I feel like I haven't seen him play in a while. That was gonna be my guess. Yeah. Kings. Yeah. Any any troubled player that you can't think of where they're at? The Kings. But how crazy is it the the trajectory of the careers of Russell Westbrook versus Darren Collison? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to show that college success is not necessarily a predictor of professional success. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's totally different. I I like this new um, trend of showing players draft reports. You know, Steph and uh, and Cam come to mind. Where they'll they'll show somebody reading their draft report and just how wrong they were, you know. Yeah. I love it. Well, good job on the quiz, man. Great job, you killed it. Thank you. Cool. So we'll, wrap up? let's wrap it up. We'll do it. We'll do it again uh, next week after the Super Bowl. All right, sounds good. All right, man. Good talking with Peace. you, man. Have a good weekend. Peace. Talk is cheap, motherfucker!